0: Rebecca Korn here, CEO of Rising Rule, Recovering Financial Advisor, yes, still recovering, and the queens and my reigning queens to whom I coach and so incredibly bring light into this world, each and every one of them. You guys are amazing. So those of you who are joining us inside of our podcast for some value-only content, please don't forget to join our Her Reign Facebook where not only I drop weekly nuggets of wisdom, but I also help you keep moving as a woman and as a queen inside of your business, relationships, your soul, and your body. I want to thank you for tuning in today. This is where we talk about the difficult topics, the real topics, the raw points of being an entrepreneur, sharing strategies and digging deep into uh, things spicy. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. It means the world to me. I feel like there is such a beautiful connection to the people that have been tuning in lately. And I just want to take a moment to honor each and every one of you and let you know, I really appreciate the comments and the DMS and the feedback. Thank you so much. In this episode where we are going to take a step into Andrea's life. I wanted to take a moment to highlight her because of not only what she does and what she stands for, but the diversity in which she stands within. It takes a truly courageous and wild woman to journey so deep and so wide in life, but I think what comes forward is the understanding that she cannot be defined by one aspect of her life but that the mosaic and the beauty of so many facets of her life between pageantry financial advisory uh being a military wife and recognizing that there are so many layers to that that the thread of the power of a woman who truly embraces her fierceness who connects with her inner divine feminine but also stands in her own two feet worthy and embodied and powerful is something that we should not fear but welcome is something that we should not avoid but run toward and i think that when we witness a woman of valor in this way we have this keen sense of silence after meeting them that is like wow (laughs) and i just wanted to share that in this experience and, and sharing some space with andrea because i think that being able to be seen as a woman in all of your delight and all of your power and all of your sparkle without having to blur those lines to soften them but to really stand inside of them and say no this is where i am this is what i'm about this is how i'm unwaveringly committed to the beauty and the journey of my life when you stand in that power you communicate something so much different to your children to your brothers to your sisters to your parents to your friends, to your coworkers, whatever it may be, whoever you are in presence with. And I think in this special time between, you know, Christmas and New Year's where everybody is trying to transform into a couch, and I understand this and I appreciate it, but I think that there are aspects of allowing yourself to just relax in this spaciousness and not begin a year in this whole survival mode mentality of go, go, go but instead understand that the woman who is complex has a different coloring book, it's without lines, it has no plan or theme, it has no specific colors, it has no specific texture. It is whatever that woman desires to journey within every day. And what is that except for adaptability? And adaptability in nature and evolution is a really powerful thing. We sometimes try to return some of our adaptability. We try to not stand out too much or be too much or be seen too much. And so I think as you're listening to Andrew's story, well, I guess I'm going to ask you this. You tell me. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you feel or hear from her story. I'm curious too, if these experiences in interviewing a couple of other modalities is helping you to see a different version of things, a different variation of things and what those things are. I'm genuinely curious. All right loves, without further ado, I introduce you. Andrea, the powerhouse, the queen, the mom, the mommy, the sister, the daughter, the wife, the financial advisor, the pageant queen, the Miss USA soon to be all my love. I hope you enjoy. So I'm really excited to have you on the show, Andrea. It's such a pleasure. And um, if you could just step in right away and I'm gonna just put you on the spot. Like, I really wanna have this an open conversation because I think financial advisors tend to have a little bit of like a mystery about them. And so I just wanna remove some of that mystery. Uh, Tell me about yourself. You're a really fun mystery. Well, thank you, Rebecca. I'm very grateful to be here with you today. And speaking of
1: spot, you know me well enough that I love the spotlight. So I am pretty mysterious. And um, little background about myself: I am a military wife with two kids, ages eight and six, boy and girl. So someone say we have like the million dollar family, one of each. Currently, um, going through our first deployment and the challenges that come with that. But thanks to you and many others supporting us, we are staying as connected as possible and better than ever, I would like to say. So professionally in the finance world for now, over eight years, loving it, thriving it, and um, continuing to do great things personally and professionally. Love being involved in the kids' school, um, sports activities. I'm the type of girl that loves to you know, play in the mud, but also put on lots of
0: high heels and makeup too. I love that combination about you. I think that's one of my favorite things uh, because when we first met, guys, um, Andrea was working with really low net worth clients. She was really um, down the dumps about it. She was really feeling like she was back against the wall, having to take on everybody at the time, which was really beating your, your energy down. Your whole heart light was just being beaten down. Can you tell me about that part of your life, babe?
1: Yeah, that was a very challenging part of life and not being able to be selective of who you're working with and who you really can connect with because you're just so desperate to run a successful business, but it takes a lot of grind, constant grind, which ended up taking time away from my family and putting a strain on my marriage, my relationship with my kids, because I'm just focused on growing the business. It's just, like I said, constant grinding And like you mentioned, not having um, the ability to choose who you want to work with. So I was working with everyone and anyone. And I feel like I can say that I am pretty good with connecting with many different people in life, but it gets to a point that it's just overwhelming and it became very disorganized and messy. And it just took a toll on my mental,
0: emotional and physical health. Yeah, because we met and you were like, I'm not working out. I'm not connecting with my husband the way I want to. I'm not connecting with my kids the way I want to. You don't even you didn't even have an office at the time, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly. You were like, gosh, I'm working halfway in the office, but awful also awfully like in and everywhere in between. You were just on fire. So I, I think that, you know, it's amazing some of the transformations some of my ladies have made. But, you know, I think Andrea's story specifically is is such an inspiring tale of resiliency. You know, she just kind of mentioned in passing, this is her first deployment. She's on a podcast right now. I give you props on so many levels, babe. And um, you know, just your force as a female financial advisor. It changes things. You're now working with um, professional athletes. You're working with really high net worth individuals. You have completely transformed your entire life, and you look mad in shape. You look mad happy. I love this. Um, so, so tell me, tell me what has opened up the most for yourself in this journey so far you know as you're are you, as you're living this life are you like I can't believe this is my life right now
1: I am <laughs> that's a good point and I have to give all the thanks in the world to you because initially when we had our first conversation I was kind of like you know I know I need help but I don't know how or who from or what that looks like or how much that's going to cost me um but I'm so glad that I did because I think through everything that you taught me and all the deep work that we put in together, people saw that. And maybe I didn't even see it right away and you definitely saw it, but the people that I was surrounded by started to see it. And I think that is
0: ultimately what landed me to where I am today. It's a beautiful story. It's really, it's really powerful. Through all of this on top of it, you also competed in a pageant. Can you tell me about this?
1: <laughs> I did. So last year, um, super involved in the fashion industry, for those who don't know. And uh, last year I was asked to be an official judge, which I had no like exposure to the world of pageantry, but I was honored and excited about being an official judge for the United States of America, Mrs. Wisconsin, and Illinois. And that first exposure that I had, I was surrounded by these incredible women and their model actually is empower inspire and uplift and it just really resonated with me so being surrounded by all these incredible women hearing their stories was so inspiring so the following year this year uh the doctor came to me and said i love that you're doing everything you stand for like please come and compete it was an easy yes for me because at the time i knew my husband was going to be deployed i wanted something to look forward to And it was already something that I was living by. So I just felt like I fit in. And this gave me a platform to have a louder voice, to continue to empower, inspire, and uplift other women.
0: So powerful. Because I think that when you think finance, it's a male-dominated industry. You went from being surrounded by probably 93% men to what, 90% women? was that shocking at all? Did that, did you waver in that? Did you did it change the way that you see other women in finance as well? Like, tell me about that.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, yeah, from my office specifically, I was for a while,
1: one woman advisor to 20 male advisors and, you know, having the experience playing in the mud, like I can usually, hang with the boys and be a total bro and bro out. But there were definitely the days that I had to call you because I had emotion and I can't share that emotion with these men because they just don't understand or don't want to understand because that's a lot, right? Um, But you helped me come out of that. And then I'd only built on that. So now being surrounded by all these women, like you just feel like a total powerhouse. And like, it gives you a lot of, I guess, empowerment I don't know what the word is it's just you feel so much more confident in your skin even on the tough days
0: yeah I think when you're when you're able to know how to connect more deeply within it really changes your perspective of the outside world and how we take it in right because that's it just reshapes the way that we are you know, allowing ourselves to step in and allowing ourselves to shine kindness and different circumstances that we probably ordinarily maybe wouldn't because we just don't have the bandwidth to be able to do that. Um, so as you're as you're working with higher net worth people you're finding that warmth all over again, what have you found that was the most surprising of that journey? Like what, what piece of that journey has, has opened up for your own world in different ways that you just didn't expect? So that's actually a
1: really tough question. Uh, And as I sit here and think about it at the previous firm, I was at, you're grinding to get a minimum of 20 appointments on the calendar, knowing that at least, you know, 40% is going to cancel. And, at that point, you're you're trying to get anybody and everybody on the calendar to fill those slots. Versus now what's surprising is we're not necessarily searching for clients, we're attracting clients and the calendar's filling itself. It's a that's great a, position to be in.
0: That's a powerful pivot, babe, because I think that, you know, when I when I met you, it was really that grind. And I, I really love the way that you had had brought that into relationships and your family. You know, sacrificing all of that time is is, you know, really wearing on the spirit in many ways. Attracting clients and being in your energy, what do you feel was some of the b- biggest pivot points on that? You know, one of the things that I could say that I noticed was how you started writing things down every week inside of our coaching session. You would have like a certain thing that you would attach to and you carry it through the whole week one of those things that i i noticed with you where you were like um i am a queen and you really connected to that piece now i don't want to put words in your mouth um but you nailed it
1: actually and actually to this day i still have it so i have a little whiteboard in front of my desk with sweet reminders that i need to look at every day and there's two so the first one says welcome to your queendom it's a sweet reminder that you are a queen and this is your queendom. Like, go on the day. Second one is two words ease and grace. As a self reminder that you're going to lead the day with ease and grace no matter what else happens. And that has really stuck with
0: me and helps me get through each of the days. That's powerful, babe. You know, I think that in many ways, you know, you've released, you had mentioned prior to this podcast, in a sidebar conversation. Sorry, guys, I probably should have recorded that part. But she had said, um, you know, in attracting clients, it's totally different energy. I'm not like running in desperation to fill my calendar. But I also have this like ease inside of my inside of my heart. And you also mentioned that you um, don't have goals as much anymore. Now, some people in conventional thought processes and the masculine side would say like oh if you don't have goals then you're not going to succeed what are your thoughts on that is is having you know are having these little pieces of a reminder that stay consistent for you really at the helm of your life has that been changing your life in different ways than you would have expected
1: so when you are trained to be a certain way or say certain things you lose sight of who you really are and having these sweet reminders of welcome to your queendom and lead every day with ease and grace. Like my advice that you obviously have given me is just to go out and be the person that you want to be, because you will attract similar like-minded people and surround yourself with people that you want to be like surround yourself with sharp successful like-minded individuals that are only going to help you grow not hold you back from what you want to achieve like I've had to cut relationships and ties with people that I thought I never would but ultimately because I knew it wasn't they were holding me back from where I needed to go and just recognizing deep down who you are who you want to be and letting that shine through
0: it is such a beautiful thing because so when I, I think like when you are a woman that is deep within who you know you are capable of being and still succeeding, not only in business, but in the beauty of life too. you know we're told so many things. As women to be so nourishing to be acquiescing to be understanding and to the point where we will self-sabotage and that's what we do sometimes you know because we as women are taught that we have to work harder to be seen as equal in many ways so i think that the beauty of being able to connect with who you truly are attracting the people that you really desire to attract. And be unwaveringly on that path is probably a different frequency of things so you'd mentioned oh my gosh I have all these appointments i've all these all these things did that change really create. A different pace for you, where you thought, like you weren't productive did you feel like oh my God I don't have 20 appointments on my calendar so or were you like oh this feels great what was the initial feeling on that. So initially yes it's a change of pace but it was
1: almost like a relief like a huge weight had been lifted and it was like okay I'm here I made it but that's not where it stops right like we have to keep going and keep thriving and keep being the best version of ourselves
0: and keep learning but it's such a good feeling but you feel accomplished Yeah, and I really, you know, through that statement right there, Andrea, I can really tell how deeply um, connected to your faith you are, because in many ways, people, you know, when they go from 20 appointments to even five a week, there's this point of just fear and lack and the darkness comes in. How do you bring that light back into your day on a daily basis? Is that those two mantras that you center into? Is that, you know, have you, have you noticed any other layers of yourself that have come forward through the pageantry or through resiliency of having your man deployed? Like what, what comes forward for you? Ben? 150,000%
1: my faith every day, all day. Like, yes, those other two components, those are just the sweet physical reminders, but ultimately it is my relationship with God and my faith that I lean into through all the ups and downs of life, like 100, yeah, 150,000%. <laughs> has, chan-
0: has this changed the way that you, mom? Absolutely. Tell me about I
1: that. We, I have to lead by example for them. And I didn't always do it that way. I, I, was just momming and going through the motions, but now I'm super intentional about what I'm doing, what I'm saying, who we're hanging out with, spending our time with, you know, it all comes together.
0: That's powerful. What kind of what kind of change do you think that ultimately will result in? Like if you if you would have played out your life at the previous firm, the way you were working 20 appointments a week or so And rushing, 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 and hustling and driving. I would, yeah, I think I would still feel lost
1: and not centered like I do now. And I feel like I wouldn't be present in all that I do like I do now. Like, like I said, being intentional about what we're doing and who we're doing it with, being able to be in a position to choose, I think is powerful in itself. Because I used to be the people pleaser who wanted to say yes to everything and anyone. So, really recognizing that has centered me and put us in a good position.
0: Such purifier. I absolutely adore mm-hmm. that because I I think that when we have these attributes that. Each of us know that we have, but we want to find occupational success. We we tend to sacrifice that masculinity to lean forward, and it changes our kids. You know, our kids become a little bit more frustrated at that time, or feeling like they're being ignored or overlooked. So, what would be your greatest advice to? Um, well, first, your greatest advice to any other financial advisor out there who might be listening to this and feeling themselves like in this story what would you what kind of advice would you give them without like spewing my coaching and stuff like that don't do that i don't don't want you to (laughs) she's my biggest fan ladies and gents she's like a huge fan of triple r and i'm so humbled by that but you have done the work and you are committed on this path and so coming from your own heart what would you guide another woman inside of that space on
1: Well, first of all, I am like your biggest fangirl and you wouldn't even have to pay me to promote you and be your number one advocate because it was just so simple. And initially, like, I don't know this person, but I got to know you and you've just become like family to me. And taking you out of the picture, the the one piece of advice that I could say is invest in yourself. Take time to understand who you really are who you really want to be what that looks like. Just take the time to work on yourself and don't always focus working in the business, but working on the business. And you are above the business. So working on you to give self and your family and your business your all because you have to be the best version of yourself before you can take care of other things and other people.
0: I adore that. I think that's such a powerful thing. You know, the one of the first things we started with, Andrea, was uh working out. was like an ideal calendar and just working out. And at first she was like, yeah, I've done 27 ideal calendar exercises. Rebecca, this one's not going to be any different. I don't do well with time blocking. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm going to take you through it. And then you can tell me how shitty it is. And I was like, that's totally fine. Now in that process, I want to ask you, you were really open-minded to that, what enables your open-mindedness like what has what has opened that piece of yourself up
1: I think just staying curious really promotes growth and gives you an opportunity to try something different instead of being so closed off like there's no one way that's going to always work like the world is always revolving and changing like you got to adapt and find different ways that's going to and eventually you're going to find what sticks and what works but having an open mind, knowing that my ideal calendar weren't working, but you had a better idea. All right, but let's try it. I love it. I love it. I had a five minute pee break between 10 a.m. and 10.05 on Mondays. And I took that pee break and maybe I didn't pee, but I definitely
0: took that five minutes to like reset for the rest of the meetings that day. It was wild, too, because I remember her first week of this um, and, you know, her first week of practicing this, just going to take that pee break. She was like messaging me. We have a messenger that's that's specific to our clients. And she's messaging me and she goes, uh, I'm taking my pee break. And this is glorious. Just standing in the stall like it was just it was just like a, such a beautiful moment because I think we can all understand that, you know, I think we get so hung up and like sitting at our desk for a long period of time and just kind of like expecting something to magically change. Um, so for somebody that's maybe looking for a financial advisor and they're too afraid to talk to somebody, I'm gonna go take you back, right? Take you all the way back. What kind of advice would you give to them?
1: Great question. Simple answer. Expand your comfort zone because expanding your comfort zone promotes growth and that just expands your comfort zone. Get comfortable being
0: uncomfortable.
1: You'll never regret it.
0: Oh my God, that was amazing. Yes, I mean, I think when you get to rediscover what uncomfortable means to you, you realize that you're writing a new story. And so you are in your own uncomfortable zone right now of writing your own story and attracting clients in this fierceness and really teaching your kids what this is all about with selectivity and and high value vibrations, right? Um, What kind of transformation has been within the household that you have seen? The biggest one
1: for us is routine, um, especially for the kiddos, like the nighttime and the morning routine used to be so inconsistent, which put a toll on them. I, I kid you not, there were days that they were brushing their teeth in the car or eating breakfast in the car and we're rolling up to school a minute before the bell rings Um, and now we are 10 minutes early for school. We're having breakfast at the counter. Like that alone is like a huge win for our family. And it's just been, it's been amazing seeing them just be more successful as an eight and six year old can be. It's
0: powerful. It's really powerful. I know that you have to go because you are a busy, fierce woman and, um, any, any last messages of advice for others in this space if they're looking to do something that they feel uncomfortable with? I mean, you have jumped into pageants, you have been jumping into CrossFit, you've jumped into your husband being deployed, being a single mom right now, juggling so many pieces while managing your own financial practice. You're now with, can I, can I mention who you're with now? Yes. Okay, North Rock Partners. You guys are are a boutique firm now. Uh, Mm -hmm. do you want to tell me a little bit about like the clients that you work with really quickly and parting and maybe some like wisdom that you want to leave our, our, our listeners with?
1: Yes. So I think you labeled it perfectly like a boutique wealth firm, uh, close knit family. There's only six locations right now in the U S but we specialize in lifestyle and wealth management. So not only are we doing like financial planning and financial advising for our clients, but we're also we know that there's so many moving pieces and components to life. So we're helping with lifestyles. as well. We offer troncier services, um, foundational planning, real estate. I mean, there's just, like I said, so many moving components and for some clients we are even doing their taxes, paying their bills. Like we're, we're at the center of our relationship with these clients. Um, so we're the first person that they call on when life happens truly. So it's very rewarding because we're just so close with all of our clients, and it's even the colleagues. It's like family. The culture has been incredible as well.
0: Beautiful, that's beautiful. You really transformed a lot of that, though, right? Yeah, there's a lot of thanks like to the-
1: you. Go talk to Rebecca because she's amazing, and I love her, and
0: I don't <laughs> know without her. do not tell me to say that. I did not tell her to say that. She did that all by herself. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. You are such a joy. You are such a bright light. And we hope that you continue. How do our How do our viewers get in touch with you? Are you on Insta, Facebook? How do they do that? Like- all the above. LinkedIn, Andrea Paulson. That's not the most
1: exciting one. I don't post on there very often. Um, the more exciting would be Facebook, Andrea Paulson, or my Instagram, which is uh, what my husband calls me, Dre Baby. So it's D R E B E Y B E Y for Dre <laughs> Baby.
0: <laughs> Literally on our toasting glasses, we have Lockett and Dre Baby. Love it. I love that. I love the fun. I love the open-heartedness, babe. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to be here Thank today. You. We really had an honor sharing this space with you, babe. Likewise.
1: Thank you so much, Rebecca.